Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio, and it's the uh, former, what we used to call Columbus Day. It's October 12th, and that day has become Indigenous Peoples Day, okay, which is uh, <coughs> such a very, very important difference, okay? But we celebrated on Monday. Today's the old day. I used to, when I was a kid, we got school off, no matter what day of the week it was. Okay, but anyway, we're here. It's it's a Thursday, and we've got a great show for you today. Uh, we've got a, a company, Owen, called Super Duperville. How about that? And they're all about building confidence and resilience for students who learn differently. Kids, you know, with ADHD, ADHD and uh, dyslexia, etc. We've got the founder of the company, Peggy Stern, on. And interestingly, Peggy is, I can't wait to talk to her about this a little bit, Peggy's an Oscar-winning producer. She actually won an Oscar in 2005 for the best animated short, which I watched a little bit of it, called The Moon and the Sun. John Turturro and Eli Wallach are in it. It's pretty cool. Animated voiceover, et cetera, et cetera. It's very cool. We've also got the COO, Diane Coriacintrone here. And uh, we're going to be talking to both of them about what Super Duperville is all about, how it works, how teachers can access it, et cetera, et cetera. It's going to be good. We're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org, ace-ed.org. That's our home website for our American Consortium for Equity in Education. And everything we do over there is free for you, so please go over, check it out. we got a new issue of our magazine, our online journal called Equity and Access Pre-K-12. Just click through on the cover. You'll see it right there, and you can enjoy a wonderful issue. We have um, our Excellence in Equity Awards program, and, of course, every podcast we do is archived over there, including this one with Super Duperville. So please go over and check it out. Again, everything's free over at ace-ed.org. Without further ado, let me say good morning to Peggy. Hi, Peggy. It's Larry here. Good morning, Larry. How are you? Good, good morning, Larry. Hello, Diana. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Good. And you're both are you both in New York? I thought you were go- I thought you were gonna be in California. You're in New York, right? Diana? Yep, we're in New York. We're both in New cool. York. Cool, good enough. And so we're all in the same time zone. I'm a little north of you in Maine. Okay, so oh, we're gonna nice, have a nice, nice. A, a nice eastern time zone conversation. Everybody's awake for a change here. Okay. But <laughs> I go out west at seven thirty in the morning out there. There was at seven thirty and six AM for uh, our yeah. 9 o'clock at 10.30 show. So I'm glad you guys are here, and it's a pleasure to have you here. Peg, I just have to ask you, because I do love movies, and talk to just, you're the first Oscar winner I've ever had on, so I'm not going to let that pass, okay? Because it talks a lot about what you're doing these days. Tell us about, that, your, well, tell us about the Oscar. Best best animated short, I think I have this right, two, uh, uh, 2005, The Moon and the Sun, S-O-N, and you can watch it, everybody, on um, uh, YouTube. Talk about it, Peg. Well, it's a film Brag. that is... A, it's, I did it with um, an animator named John Canemaker, who is incredible, and it was the story yep. of his childhood, basically. And I'm a documentary filmmaker, and so we combined our skill set, and I brought in the idea of using stills and archival footage and having mm-hmm. the voiceovers and so we just we worked on it for a very long time, I have to say, even though it's a short. And we had no idea <laughs> anything like an Academy Award would happen. We just, you know, we got HBO behind it, and they um, funded it. And we were really fortunate and had an amazing time. It was a really fun experience. I can 
absolutely say oh that. Oh, my God. It's, it's got to be. I'm talking about social emotional. What was it like to hear your name called at the Oscars for goodness sakes? Well, it, it was it was surreal. It was very surreal. But the whole thing was surreal. Just go, you know, once you get nominated and you just go on this journey, um, it was truly incredible. And yeah. I really, for me, filmmaking was a salvation. I mean, as a dyslexic child growing up in the '60s, where no one talked That's about right. you no. know kids having learning you know disabilities as it was called then we like to say learning differences now and it, you know i, yeah, I don't I like really, disabilities yeah you know it's not it doesn't really help kids who already have low self-esteem it's a dumb word it's a dumb word it's not they're, they're not they're not disabled they like you said they learn differently I mean, you know we learn differently they're as smart as but anybody only else if we're you know? lucky we're only yeah. if we're lucky enough to have someone know how to teach us you know, and that's the big, uh, big stumbling block because I'll, I'll tell I you that story. I, I went to a teachers' college uh, mm-hmm. in the uh, in the late sixties. Okay, mm-hmm. and okay, uh, special ed. Let me just say that now everybody can do my aging there. But special ed or anything different was never. I was a history teacher, but even so, it was never ever mentioned. It just did not exist. Period. Right, right. End of discussion. Okay, right. and it didn't exist yeah. at the school I taught at either. Okay, it just yeah. did not exist. So believe me, I, I know what you're talking about when you talk about this kind of thing. It was hard. You did a, I'm sure you did a good job. And last question, Diana, it's going to be like, can you top this thing? Okay, so it's, it's <laughs> terrible. Okay, I, I uh, haven't I, won an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you our award. It's called the Larry. It's a beautiful thing. And, uh, we, 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 I'll take it. I'll right. take it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's magnificent. Uh, it's me in a toga. It's, it's gorgeous. Gold, 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 gold covered. Uh, uh, but Sarah, have you done anything since? Well, you said you're a documentary filmmaker. What else have you done? Just curious. Well, actually, the you know the whole. I love that you're calling it super duper <laughs> Deville because it's actually super Deville, and and oh, the thing of and I the D is way. for different learners. <laughs> but it's actually, I mean, I'm considering changing the name after well, you did yeah. that. I'm gonna, I should, I it. It. should I change it? Should I change it? I I think super super. No, I apologize for but that. I mean, for it's, no, I, it's kind of maybe something we should consider. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's, it's all based. Um, it's it, it's all video. It's it, we create, I and I've been making these videos. I mean, in some ways, what happened was that after the Academy Award, um, my partner John sort of turned to me and said, "Okay, it's your turn to do something personal," because he always knew that I wanted to do something about dyslexia. And I at first thought it would be a documentary, and then through various, you know, starting to film and seeing that everybody's sad story about how they hadn't gotten help when they were young, and everybody, no matter what their background, it was so similar. And I started just feeling like, no, I actually want to help this younger generation not go through that, you know, help them feel Mm -hmm. better about themselves. So that's what led to, you know, so so I've been, what I've really been doing is making these films with real kids. That's the key to what we do. And it's great stuff. It's great stuff. And it's super Deville, everybody. And I don't know where the duper came from, but I like it too. Okay, that's yeah. super. It's kind of. So, it might be a keeper. Yeah, so, but, but I have this. So you have super diva. What's the D stand for? Dyslexia. What's this? What's the well, D stand the for? Well, the D is for different learners. It's for ah. you know. So that it includes because <laughs> honestly, we first were going to call it 
us, uh, it was going to be called Dyslexiaville. But that, we realized, nah, was going to nah, limit it. Nah. And that, you know, that name would mean that it was only for dyslexics. Yeah. And the truth is, there's much more than that. There's, you know, ADD, there's dysgraphia, there's dyscalculia, and all yeah, those is. kind of different. There's neurodiversity in all different ways. And we just wanted to widen it. So it is. it stands for different learners. It's great. I, I work a lot. I don't know if you know them with Landmark College up in Putney, Vermont. And they they yeah. are college. They were college. they're good friends of mine, and they, and they're on the show a lot. And and uh, and they do uh, they they do work with learning differences all the time. I'm going to make sure they know about this because uh, this is important for them to know about and to spread the yeah, word, etc., etc. Et they love. They are. They're they're great they're, folks. They're, good, they're an incredible. They're good old I friends. went to one of their graduations, and it was so moving hearing the stories of the different kids graduating and what they'd gone through to get to that point. I mean, That's kids right. who never thought they would even get to college, right? It's yeah. very, it's very moving. So, yeah, let me also put in a well. little, a little plug that my, um, both my kids are, both my boys are dyslexic. Um, that's how Peggy and I actually met. We can tell the story about that later. But um, my son, yeah. my eldest, went to uh, Churchill. That's where he uh, is, which is a, a wonderful school here in the city for kids who learn differently. And his last semester of school, he actually was able to take a college course from Landmark to give him some college credit there you before. Go. Yeah, there so they're go. really wonderful in that way. And he got he took a business course, I think, and was able to get some college credit before graduating from high school. Well, that and the is way fantastic. I met Diana is that, that that son that she's talking about, who now is in college, which is unbelievable to me, um, that he's that old, is that <laughs> I did a casting call looking for kids, and the criteria was that they had oh, to be kids who had some kind of learning difference and liked to perform, did not need to be professional at all, um, but needed to be willing to be public about having a learning difference, which, you know, in my day, nobody would have shown up for that casting call, right? I mean, because as you said, in teachers, well, nobody right. was talking about it. Well, a lot of kids did show up because of movements that have been out there, like decoding dyslexia, which is a um, parent grassroots you know, really amazing movement that started maybe now 10 years ago where parents, you know, really decided, okay, my kid needs to get the real resources, you know, that they deserve. And so because of all of that, it started to be talked about more. So um, Diana brought her son, Andreas. He was one of the kids who auditioned, and he was so fantastic. And I, you know, immediately knew he would be one of the kids in the cast, and that's how I got to know Diana. So, um it's a nice so, long, so far, uh, so, so far, let me get this straight. I have Super Duperville rather than Super Deville, and I said Diana, which is my Philadelphia accent, as opposed to <laughs> Deanna. So I apologize for that. <laughs> Both of you. We accept you know? the apology. Thank you, thank you. And if it becomes if it becomes Super Duperville, you which I love, uh, <laughs> we'll give you a credit. We'll, we'll give you credit, credit for no, that. No, you'll give me a credit. Just, just let me know, okay? And I'll leave it like this if that's okay with you. But I won't. I'll change yeah. it otherwise. What do you want me to do? Just change it or leave oh, it? Oh, I, I think that it's kind of great. But you mean is, is it written out that way? It's written that way on the on the show description, my podcast description. I can easily change it. Which so which would you like? 
Well, you might need to change it so people can actually find the website. Oh, I have it linked. Don't worry about that. I have it linked. That's no problem. Oh, okay. Okay, so I I can remove the duper. I don't care. I I feel like it's kind of fun. Um, But, you know, the truth is everything we do can be found in this place, which is one of our, you know, that's why we call it VIL. It's this this community, really, so that kids, parents, teachers can all go to this one place and find the resources that we've created to help kids from third grade all the way through sixth grade, because those are key ages for kids who have learning differences. Because in third grade, you have to take a test in public school where, you know, they evaluate you. And if, if you're not up to speed, you either get left back or, you know, maybe they'll get you tested. Well, that's very late in the game. I mean, if by third grade you haven't gotten help with your learning difference, you probably already think you're stupid, are not you know, try. I mean, there's so many emotional baggage issues that come along with not getting support. And so that's why we started in third grade. So kids could start realizing every kid has strengths. You know, there's no kid who, who even, you know, if you learn differently, there's going to be some area where you actually, your brain excels. And it's figuring out what that is. That's the key. Um, and I was lucky because I had someone who tutored me because my grandmother actually was in, um, in the field back early in those days. So she spotted very early that I had issues. Otherwise, I mean, that's a lot of why I wanted to do Super wow. Super Bill is because I wanted to give back. I feel so, so lucky that I got the help I did. But I always used to have a slight, you know, feeling of like, what if I had been born into this family? Yeah, you know, exactly. I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have gotten, I mean, there is no equity in this issue yet. I mean, there's just absolutely not equity. I mean, Deanna, you can speak to that, I think. Um, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Ahead, I mean, Deanna. I think, yeah. yeah, I really think that one of the things that, you know, is very clear that in under-resourced schools in um, you know, underserved communities, the access to get, you know, support, even to get diagnosed and tested and all of that yeah. um, is, you know, it, it, for many schools and many kids, it just doesn't exist. So kids are walking around feeling pretty dumb and awful about themselves when many of them, most of them, bright kids, you know, who have enormous amount of potential, but they're not getting the diagnosis and the intervention that they need. Listen, my, uh, you know, my husband works in a, in, you know, one of the biggest correctional uh, facilities in the country. And he can tell you that, you know, a good number, uh, there's been many studies, and a good oh, number good of point. those good that point. are incarcerated, you know, it's the, it's the critical, you know, uh, school-to-prison pipeline. If they're not yeah. getting the intervention yeah. and support they need, you know, as uh, when they're in school, when they're young, when it's important, you know, often that's where a lot of kids end up. It, it is very true. And in this day and age when it's so hard to find the staff, to do all that, it makes it even tougher, okay? Yeah. And that's why products like Super DeVille, if I may, okay, Super DeVille, like Coupe DeVille, the Cadillac of SEL, if I may. Hey, Coupe DeVille, you like that? <laughs> I love that, too. Okay. We're, we're going to have to hire you as yeah, our I know. marketing guy. I don't know. Talk to me. Okay. But, yeah. 
<laughs> but but seriously, you know, it's harder and harder and harder. That's why what you folks are doing, okay, is so darn important. And as COO, let me just ask you this before I ask how you designed all this. Deanna, how, how are you getting into school districts? Are you working with school districts now? What's going on? Where are you right now? Well, I'll give you a little history. Um, Sure. You know, we started, we launched, make note of this date, we launched in uh, March 2020. So what Uh happened? Yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, good, so, good timing. Good timing. Yeah. <laughs> it was perfect timing. But yeah. let me tell you the good news about it is that we kind of, you know, threw up our hands and said, all right, you know, obviously not a good time to, you know, try to sell this, you know, wonderful, you know, thing that we've developed. So we gave it out free. And, um, nice. you know, with the limited marketing dollars we had, we spread the word. And lo and behold, I'm not joking, within a couple of months, we had over 3,500 teachers, parents, everybody using it nationally because it was not only, look, everybody was home, stuck on Zoom, trying to figure this all out, and it's a video-based program, so it could be done at home, and people were using it, and we then knew Despite the fact that our launch was a kind of a bad timing, we knew that we hit a nerve, that we hit a chord, that this was something, that it was something special. And so, you know, now uh, post-pandemic and post, you know, kids uh, finally getting back into the classroom, you know, obviously the startup was a, a little slower than we had imagined, but we ran a pilot in 2021, 2022. And through that pilot, um, we had it in, I believe it was 10 states. We had 17 teachers involved and over close to 500 kids testing it out. And it was, we got the same kind of reaction. Everybody loved it. Um, right now, we're in um, Florida and and the school in Florida. We've just signed up a district in Texas, um, which Excellent. is an entire district. We're in Colorado. Uh, we're in a couple of New York schools, um, and we're in a couple of schools in California. And hopefully enough but people I'll, will listen I'll to this and in. we'll send it to you. You'll get even more. And by the way, I just want to say to everybody, this is for – if I'm correct, tell me if I'm correct. It's for since I've been wrong on everything so far. Seven, seven to thirteen year olds. Okay, with yeah. if you have students with seven to thirteen, they're seven to thirteen year old years old. Okay, with learning differences, and I'm speaking to both parents and teachers now. Okay, and counselors, etc. Okay, right. uh, it, it's uh, I have it linked, but it's super dot com. That's one word. Super D the letter v-i-l-l-e dot com but it's linked up on site if you're listening right okay, and go and sure talk to yeah. your once you take a look at it you know go and talk to your principal go and talk to the assistant principal of the school and try to get this program in your school also you know in there are, I mean, we are individual subscriptions as well that's i guess yes, i know that's why i said the, it for for families as well it's, it's yes. very very important. So I have to ask this, okay? Neither of you, uh, Deanna is an attorney, okay? Peggy is a filmmaker, and I know you've had experience, both of you, with, with, with your own children and probably children of friends in the same situation. But that's, that, is that enough to actually build an educational curriculum? Peggy, let me ask you, how did you um, find the people? How did you develop 
the, your <clears throat> all the uh, the processes that need to be developed to create a solid educational program like this. That that could be well, your next yeah. documentary. I'm like, no, add. that's a, that's yeah. an excellent question. And the truth is, I think part of how I did it is because as a dyslexic, you're pretty used to uh, having to turn to others to do the things that you maybe can't do that well yourself. And so that is not new to me, sort of asking for help or saying, hey, I don't have this expertise. So I just went to everyone who was in the field, told them the idea. I created a little proposal. And um, I eventually made a pilot so people could see the idea. And I got amazing people like Marianne Wolf, who wrote, um, at this point, has written five or six books, I believe. And now I know that name. I might have even been on the show and at some point. She's, in, yeah. she's um, absolutely, you know, outstanding uh, educator and has done, you know, really critical work around dyslexia. And then others, you know, she led me to other people. Um, and so this was all created, actually, by educators, psychologists, neuropsychologists, um, uh, drama therapists, um, art therapists. So wow. I got a team together who really uh, guided how we did the, you know, and wrote the curriculum. So, and teachers. I mean, the, the actual curriculum itself that is on the site, once we had all the different, you know, experts give us their advice, it was written by teachers because it was critical, in my opinion, that it was going to be written by the people who were going to be using it mainly, you know, as, and parents, obviously, we want to use it. But, but I think it really is designed to be done in a classroom, whether it's a, a mainstream classroom, you know, general education, or a resource room, or, you know, one-on-one with a tutor, um, you know, and, and so it, it, I really was like I was the producer, you know, which is what I do. Um, I brought yeah, amazingly right. talented people together and had them, you know, do what they did best. Um, so it really reflects an incredible group effort. Um, and we still are working and evolve, you know, from the pilot, we got feedback from teachers. And that's what's great about the web is then we could go in and we could right. update certain aspects of the um, curriculum and, the thing that we are struggling with, I would say, as we've now embarked on, you know, for us to survive, we have to be able to sell this. Um, we have to, you know, and it's not expensive. I mean, we are offering no. it to schools at an incredibly reasonable price. But one no, and let me just mention there are. Let me just mention on the website, which again is linked. Okay, there is uh, there are free lessons available for educators to check it out and parents. I might add. So just so you know yes, that. I mean, right. We definitely wanted to be able to do that. But the truth is to do the whole and see the whole curriculum and do it, you need to subscribe. So it's a subscription business. And, um, you know, schools, SEL became a hot thing a few years ago, right? Yes, and, it, you know, it still I is. You and I, it still is. It still is, right. And so there are, you know, many companies out there and people even at Yale developed something called Ruler and Sure. Schools, you know, are using them, and the truth is, you can a school can have that in place in their school and still use SuperDeville because it's for a, a group of kids who are not going to get their needs met by the general SEL program. Right. You know, and let me ask you this: I want to stop you yeah. for a second because what you just said yeah. is very important. It kind of segues into what I was thinking. What are you hearing? And either one of you, I'll stay with Peggy, but please chime in, Diana, if you want to. Okay, please. Um, how are teachers using it? Because you just mentioned a couple of things. Where are they fitting it in? And this is always a challenge. 
Okay, they have to understand where they should use it, where they should fit it in. How let me say how a school should fit it in. Okay, just uh, how, what are you hearing about that? And I'll, I'll stay with Peg and bring it over to Deanna if you want. Um, it's been really interesting. Um, it's been a mix. I mean, the, there have been teachers who have used it in their general ed class. And it's been often that uh, we found that it's either after lunch, they'll kind of use it as a way to bring kids back in and get them focused before they do some academics. Sometimes it's a Friday oh, afternoon. I mean, they do it once a week. You know, some teachers do it m- more parts of it than throughout the week because it's designed that you can watch the video and then do their four activities. So you can do two of them during the week. Or I mean, it's, there's flexibility. And then the people who are more in a resource room or, you know, doing tutoring, then they use it as part of the lesson. I mean, that's what they do one day. Um, so I would say that teachers really are finding that what's nice about the program is that it's not hard to figure out how to do, which is not true of all programs. I mean, it doesn't take a lot for the teachers. Mm-hmm. It's all spelled out for them. And then they can choose the time. And so we made it so that it, you know, doesn't take more than 20 minutes. Um, and it can be incorporated into the day because what you're saying is a big, big issue, which is, you know, SEL is sort of considered the soft extra, you know, that you're going to have to add. Well, <laughs> Ask a superintendent. That's, Not anymore. That's, yeah, they, that's true, yeah. but it still is an issue of where to fit it in. You know, teachers are, I mean, yeah. it, it it's like to, it you can to be told in. to yeah. do it, they know but that. then how do you do it? Right. Yeah. So you know, and I just, yeah, I just want to jump in to maybe give your audience kind of a, uh, ahead, a, more, yeah. a more specific idea of exactly what it is. So they're, you know, on average, like five-minute little videos. They're mm-hmm. like almost like a short little TV episode of yep. Kids in the show are all of them. Well produced, I might add. Well produced and fun to watch. They're very cute. They're really fun. They're they're dealing with you know issues that you know face kids, whether it's bullying or procrastination or you know just uh, resilience. You know when they uh, or stress the things that kids are going through now, especially post pandemic. And absolutely. It's, you know, especially hard on kids who um, learning is is a challenge for them. So there are these short, almost like a little TV show is is basically what I'd like to say, but with a message. And it's a good way to say it. In, yeah, and the kids in it are all kids who learn differently. Um, not, <laughs> none of them are great. professional actors. That's all great. of them are kids at, you know, that Peggy talked about earlier, the casting call. You know, my son was included. Uh, We have a wonderful cast of really great, great, talented kids. And the peer-to-peer is really important. There's a lot of research. A lot has been done on how important it is for kids to see themselves and what they watch. So it's not a top-down where it's adults talking to kids about SEL issues. It's really kids talking to each other. Talking about kids peer-to-peer, as you guys say. Yeah, it's, it's all it's peer-to-peer. peer-to-peer. I have to ask you, uh, your son is Andreas. Did I hear that correctly? Yes, Andreas? yes. Okay, so who is Andreas in the videos? Who's, what's he play? Uh, he has a variety of roles, but I Come think on, his, Mom, most, brag. his most famous Mom. one is Pinky, where he is, you know, uh, wearing a pink uh, tutu. <laughs> and... <laughs> 
and going around and giving people advice on confidence. There's, there you <laughs> I go. Have to he's, say, he's, I, he's, he's, yeah. he's stuck in a locker. And what I lo- loved about him is afterwards he said to me, are you going to do this um, role again? Because I think I could be better. Next time I'm going to be Whoa. Even better. Whoa. Get the people going. Okay, that's that, that's great. You know, I have to ask you guys. Your your the product is geared. This is interesting uh, when I'm thinking about what you said before. The product is geared to seven to thirteen year olds, and a seven year old, I think, if I'm not mistaken, is in either second or third grade. Okay, and uh, and if and, but you said earlier that early detection. Okay, even you know the, the you know four and five year olds is is really really important. What made you decide to start it at for seven year olds? Okay, and I don't know if that's a Peggy question or a Deanna question. Somebody answer. I think that's well, a Peggy question. Peggy question. I'll Peggy start. Question. And Deanna can jump in. Go ahead. Um, I mean, honestly, it, you know, if someone wanted to give us uh, buckets of money, we would jump at the chance to do it. Don't look at me. Kids. Don't look at me. <laughs> so um, so I, I'm just putting that out there in the ethos. Yes. But, um, but the, the truth is that it is, studies show that kids start understanding that they are different around the age of seven. That's when developmentally oh, wow. they start wow. noticing. Up until then, they're sort of still a little bit the center of their universe, right? And they don't necessarily even in terms of how their learning difference is, you know, it should be, it can be um, detected and adults can try to, you know, can start teaching them in a way that will help them learn better. But they are not necessarily seeing themselves as different yet. You know, it, it, it's wow. more that they just, and so as much as it's important to support them at these younger ages, and really what needs to happen is have early screeners. You know, I mean, to be honest, it's like SEL would be nice, but more importantly, there should be early screeners in those early grades, you wow. know, and the early childhood education and all of that. But by the time they're in, you know, second or third grade, they notice that they're kids who are reading chapter books and they're still struggling with, you know, picture books. They notice that. And that is what's the devastating, crushing moment, right, where they're like, what's wrong with me? You know, why are all my friends being able to do all these things and I can't? And when they have that thought, we have developed something to come in there right away with, no, you're not stupid. Your brain just works differently. You're going to learn differently. We have an episode that directly deals with that issue. So that's why we started in that age Right, and yeah, now and I, and we I, have moved into um, middle school because that's also, yeah, you know, sixth yeah. grade is a really critical moment. That's when well, tell me about you it. know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, anybody yeah. who has had a middle school <laughs> or going into middle school, you know exactly what that is all about. It's, it's the beginning of it puberty. It it's a horrible. really yeah. horrible, and it's also around identity. They're trying to just figure out who they are in the world, and when you're a struggling reader. Um, or struggling with math or just having a difficult time in school, it really impacts uh, you emotionally. And so, you know, that was our thinking now that we have, um, you know, going into looking into the middle school years. We've now just launched the sixth grade episodes, which are really exciting and a very different kind of twist to the 
elementary school episodes that we did. I mean, Peggy might want to talk a little bit about there, but the middle school episodes are really with keeping in mind who the kids are when they're entering sixth grade and the the specific issues and concerns that they have. And, so, and it's a you totally know, new task. Yeah, yeah. Partly because it took a while to get funding for this project. So, you know, the kids who had been in the early episodes, by the time they were doing sixth grade, they're in college. (laughs) Wow. Um, It's it's complicated. Go ahead, Peg. Yeah. No, it it wasn't like this got funding on day one to do everything. I had to sort of do it in a piecemeal way initially to prove that it had efficacy. And I mean, all the things you're asking are, are really critical, which is, yeah, it, it, this, if these were just nice videos that kids laughed at and then, you know, that's all that came from it, where would be the social emotional learning in that, mm-hmm, right? I mm-hmm. mean, there wouldn't be any value. So, I mean, we've done way more than that in how they've been made and with, with the a companion curriculum so that, you know, yeah. it really yeah. is an SEL program. But that's yeah, it really while. is. It's um, excellent. It's excellent. It's fun. And it's engaging. And those are the, that's, that's a, the, the it's real and it's engaging. Okay. That's the secret sauce. If the kids don't like yeah. it, you've, <laughs> you've it lost is. before you've begun. It is the secret I sauce. Mean, the kids have to be engaged. Or otherwise, there's no point, right? Because then they're not going to open up. They're not going to begin to look at themselves if they don't feel comfortable and they don't like it. And so that was where my filmmaking skills were helpful, you know. And I could really try to say, okay, you know, we need to make sure that, yes, all this educational, you know, sort of curriculum and things we've learned are critical. But uh, we need to make sure that the kids are actually going to want to watch these videos. And we succeeded at that, which is really great. The kids do, you know, they've been tested a lot. And kids, not only, they like to watch them over and over. So it's kind of great. Um, And we heard from one teacher in Florida. Well, Diana, you can tell the story that, Cynthia said of kids coming into the resource room singing the theme song. I don't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming into singing the theme the the theme song. I I also want to just just touch on the diversity issue and how important that was for us, just in terms of kind of in the context of equity. It was really really important um, that we get you know make sure that there are kids of color in the mm-hmm. in the show that we you know really represented all children um you know uh you know gender in terms of you know uh race and nationality we wanted to really show that this is happens to everybody it's one in five kids um we're talking 7.3 million kids across the country that's right who, you know have that's a right. learning difference um that's right. and then just also you know discussing the issue of intersectionality right for a lot of kids you know uh to, for parents to go and say oh my goodness i think you know there's an issue here for them for a lot of parents it feels like an issue of uh, an additional stigma that's you know, exactly especially right. that, especially for kids of color. You know, yeah, I'm I'm agreed. I'm a I'm a Latina. And both my kids are you know Latino boys, and for you know a Latino boy, um, already with some you know dealing with some issues in sc- in schools or around being Latino and a boy, and then on top of it, you know another layer of them having a learning difference or a learning right. disability right. as you can is it's compounded it's right and it's a hard. lot of schools 
for a lot of schools, the response is that, oh, you know, it's a behavioral issue. And if they're acting out, it's because, you know, of a lot of other different reasons yeah. other than the fact that these kids are struggling to learn. So Absolutely. And by the way, I've got to ask have... you something. I'm going to ask you this. I don't want this to mm-hmm. pass by. You are Latina, which I figured, okay, and uh, obviously your sons are too. All right. Uh, talk about uh, uh, Super Deville and language. Okay, is it only in English? I'm no, we're question. so oh, excited. No, this is yes. this is you know that we are a mission-driven company, and you know one thing that Peggy and I talked a lot about was trying to make it accessible to more kids and, and to more. And by families. the way, I knew the answer to that. I just wanted you. to I know it. you did. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it is. We have all the episodes, at least the elementary school ones. We we still have to get the middle school uh, ones up and running. Are dubbed in Spanish. Um, the curriculum is in Spanish, um, the, and we, it also is in a bunch of other languages, not the episodes themselves, but the curriculum. So we, I think, have it in six other languages. Wow, that's including, great. Yeah, it's great, Mandarin, Hebrew, Italian. And really the, the reason for that is, yes, you know, we have there's, – there's kids in schools who are new immigrants coming in, especially here sure. in New York City, and – and in a lot of cities across the country, given kind of the political situation that we're dealing with now, and you know, honestly, they need support. And yeah, so we were really, we really excited about having it in different languages. And, and so by, by, I, I, I bet this could happen if anybody needs other languages. I bet you could AI it, and then they somehow do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Sure, it's it's amazing. For, yeah. It's for the parents too, because we want to be able That's to send this. It. it was for yeah. the parents. So yeah. if a teacher wants to send home um, an assignment in, you know, anything to do with this, it can be sent in the language of the family so that the parents can do it with the child. Because if it's yeah. something they can, the parents can't really read. And I just want to say that one of the things I'm proud of with the dubbing, even though we're low budget, um, we got it done actually in Argentina with um, kid yeah. actors. So it's not like one voice just putting it into Spanish. Each kid had an actor wow. um, in Argentina who played them, right? You know, so it's it's wow. done in a real yeah, it's done well for That's pretty low cool. budget. I mean, you know, we could have with more money gone and recast and had actors doing. Well, we got an Oscar-winning <laughs> producer. Come on, give me a break. I would expect <laughs> no, only I mean, high quality. Wonderful working with this company, and and I mean, I'm really proud that we got that done because. You know, we need to get it out there more, and we hope, you know, that people will start knowing about it, you know, in the ELA world and, you know, all of that, because I think that it could really make a difference in kids' lives. It, 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 it will make a difference, and, um, you know, I, I'm going to send you a link to the show. Please feel free to put anything you want up on your website, if that helps. Thank you. Okay. Thank That's you. Great. That's yeah, great. Yeah, anywhere you want to use it is, is fine it's with like, us. This is a great I wish you the best. You guys, have, you. you guys have good hearts. Okay, you got a good product and good hearts, you know, and uh, you really did something good here. You created something really, really literally super. Okay, literally super. (laughs) All right. Thank you. Super duper. Super duper, duper, if I may. Super duper. And and you're a super duper host. Thanks for having me. Thank you. You are. Okay, continue good fortune. I wish you well. I really do. Okay, anything I can do to help, let me know. You too. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Aren't they wonderful? Wow, that was great. Okay.
it's not super duperville. I just have it up there, and somehow I figured it was. Su- I think on the original email I got from this said super duperville. I'm going to check back on that. Okay, but it's super deville, and it's super d v i l l e dot com, and it's worth looking at. It's fun stuff. All right, and we're going to archive the show over it. It's fun stuff. It's important stuff, and it works. There's, there's three good things. All right, we're going to archive the show at ace-ed.org. Hey, everybody, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.